Hello, thank you for being here. Today we're going to talk about the pain body. If you've never heard of it, it's from a it's a concept from the books, The Power of Now and A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Masculinity and mothering or fathering your inner child. So a lot of you guys will be familiar with the fact that we've got an inner child that and anyone who doesn't know let me just give you the brief the lame on the breakdown the first seven years of our life our brain is very malleable and absorbs a lot of information way more than it does after seven now the brain changes like a three four five i think even one two but let's just look at it really lame on like we are absorbing a lot of information we are taking in a lot of data being an absolute sponge absorbing our environment making micro meanings and mega meanings to different actions taken by the heroes in our life be it them parents uncles aunties anyone who's in our sphere of influence we are absorbing them on some level or another so with that being said there's a lot of our beliefs there's a lot of our ways of thinking and operating now today as an adult that have been shaped at a very young age so if we look at that and we think okay there's a few things, there's a few ways that I can go with this. But just to bring it into the pain body and then to speak a little bit about masculinity and how that's all going to tie together. So the power of now, deep sigh, relaxing. The pain body is like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody who's listening here right now has experienced a reaction before, like being triggered before. The pain body erupting and igniting and getting involved with someone else's pain body and erupting and igniting a feud, an argument, a fucking feeding frenzy for the pain bodies. If you haven't listened to the book, go and listen to it. In New Earth specifically. He breaks it down very well. So when, you, when you're looking at everything being energy and you're looking at like, even if you think about the word trigger, oh, I was triggered. Yeah, well, who placed that trigger there? Someone else just pulled the trigger. It's your trigger. Do you know what I mean? The energy, the, the explosion went off. The reaction happened. The anger was, you know, beamed out towards somebody or something. The eruption happened. The bomb went off. The trigger was ignited. The trigger was pulled. The gun was always cocked. That can be, you can take that in a way like, it's my responsibility. It's my triggers, right? It's my pain, buddy. It's my inner child. Oh, my inner child has made... Has, my inner child has made meaning as a smaller ver as a smaller version of me at a different point in time when it was six, when it was seven, when it was thirteen, because we do have imprints after seven, obviously. But if if we if we're getting into the the triggers and we're getting into the pain body, and we're wanting to alchemize our pain into our power, transform our fears into more faith, use our fears for fuel then we need to look at our triggers. We need to look at our inner dialogue, our inner child and the pain body. And then we can look at the pain body in a playful way. Then we can look at our triggers in a, in a playful way, our anger in a playful way. As a man talking about feelings, it's kind of why I want to bring masculinity into it because everybody almost, I think everybody knows who Andrew Tate is this day and age. And a lot of the feedback from young men that I speak to is he's saying what everybody else is believing internally. 
So what does that say to us? If that's true, it says that most men are not staying or saying what's true for them, which is a bit weird. So with that being said, I'm intellectualizing, like I'm telling you on a logical level how to do the inner work. It comes a lot more natural for a female to do this inner work, to do this feeling work. So from a logical perspective, from a like rational reasoning perspective, let's look at some of the things that's happening when our pain body is triggered. When we have that angry outburst. Did you ever have an angry outburst before? Did you ever say things you didn't mean in blind rage? Did you ever break anything? Phone, wall, door. Did you ever do any gestures out the window of your car for someone pulling in front of you? Or not doing what you think they should have done in front of you? <laughs> he should have went... Funny, right? Playfully. Lovingly. Laughing at ourselves, Addressing and parenting ourselves, Being a mother and a father to ourselves, regardless of our gender. Because we all have masculine and feminine. We all have yin and yang. We all have light and dark. Feminine is associated with receptivity and emotions and receiving, surrender, flow. Men can do those things. Masculinity is associated with like power, driving a train and keeping her on the track, direction, presence, groundedness. Women can have that. It's just that there's a predominant masculine or feminine in every human being. It's very rarely 50-50. It's usually about 80-20. Yeah, 80% masculine 20% feminine and, and with regards to flow and stuff like that. But, they, but, but there's different times where it would be 80-20 in the other way. If you're an artist as a man, you're probably completely getting into flow and being creative and receptive and drawing what's coming through you or typing or talking what's coming through you or writing what's coming through you. So that's a little bit on masculine and feminine, but let's get back to the parenting ourselves and the triggers, the bombs going off, the feeding frenzies that we can end up in when someone triggers us, we react, they react, we react, they react, we react. It's just a big fucking feeding frenzy for the pain body. The pain body is getting fed in those reactions until we bring awareness in and until we see the root behind why we're reacting in the first place. And then we remember to respond in these situations to the car pulling out front of us, to whatever or whoever tends to kind of piss us off. Why is that? Why is that person or that environment, that place, that situation, that circumstance, that thing, that item? Like, what is it about that thing that's external to us that's actually creating a reaction, a resentment, a boiling of the blood, uh, internal growls, not getting said to the right place, to not getting not getting said to the right person, and we're not getting to the understanding of why. That trigger is there because there's a feedback loop. That trigger's happening. There's a reason for it. What's the reason? Bringing in our mother and father role to parent ourselves because we've got an inner child in there that's been making decisions and making meaning of things, not very conscious at times. So something happens and then there's a meaning made and then that meaning sticks with us right up into adulthood. So can we change that meaning? Of course we can. But first we must find the reason behind it, the meaning behind it. Why do I feel this way when I walk into crowds? Why do I feel this way when I walk into this situation? Why do I feel this way when I walk into that environment? Oh, it's because, and then you find, oh, well, the first time that happened was when I was eight, and the teacher asked me a question, and 
I stood up and didn't know the answer and everybody laughed at me. That's why I'm afraid to go into environments where there's people that I'm, I'm probably going to have to speak in that environment. That scares me because find the route. Ah, oh, beautiful. It's okay, little eight years young self. It's okay, buddy. I got you. We got this. We can move forward together. It's okay. Everything's okay. That was then. This is now. We can do this. We can handle this. We've got this. We were born to do this, mate. Come on, let's go. And then we move the energy. We parent ourselves and we integrate more of who we actually are. We bring more light into the shadow aspects, aspects of ourself, which reduces the desire or need for the pain body to erupt, for us to learn from saturation points. The more we're doing this in our work, the less we're going to react all over the wrong people or react with the right people for pain, for pain body exchanges and feeding frenzies in the same domain. Because if we're changing our vibration, we're going to change what we attract into our, into our life and our situations are going to be different. So if we're finding ourselves in this angry, like, loggerheads, battle, competitive, stupidity, immaturity, if we're finding ourselves in that often, maybe it's time to look in the mirror. Maybe it's time to bring it a little bit, like, closer to home. What's going on here? How am I attracting this in the middle of Why am I attracting this in the middle of Like, what's the lesson in this for me? What do I actually want? What do I actually desire? What's true for me? And then let's drop back into masculine the end for a second because men are wired a certain way. Women are wired a certain way. Women have wombs. Men have cock and balls. Women have a mechanism, an apparatus to feed younglings. Their milk and body hormones literally turn into a factory, a dirty factory. <laughs> there is some magnificence and intelligence and just epicness happening in the different bodies. So with that being said, men, I'm speaking to you right now. You need to own your desires. You need to own what's true for you. You need to tell the fucking truth, bro. And women, you need to be able to learn how to receive the truth, sis. You need to learn how to, we both have our own work to do. We both have our own, like we both have to step it up in certain ways. We both have to take our own communication to the next level. We both have to be doing our inner work. We both have to be dealing with our shame and our pain, our fears and our worries and our doubts, insecurities. We all have shit going on. We've all been through the mill. So have our parents, so have their parents. It's now is the time where we're in the information information age where we actually get to embody who we actually came here to be and, and move past all the fucking masks and the fakeness and fuckery. And that requires you to be honest with yourself. That requires you to speak your desires. Now, there's an art to this. You don't just go and tell your missus everything that you want to do, be and have. She needs to be in a certain place. You need to be in a certain space. Like there's, there's, I'm not getting into the how right now. I'm just basically saying I'm planting the seed of men need to begin to own who and what they are and it's not as if anyone's better it's just like women have the power to create another human being they cook a bloody baby in there yes man creates and gives the spark you know you can't have one without the other but the woman is actually cooking it so she's amazing she's got so many things going for her and us as men a lot of us as men are boys so we've got a lot of growing up to do regardless of what our age says on the calendar there's a lot of growing up to be done when it comes to parenting our young self, we got to be honest with ourselves, and we can't tell lawyers. It's going to come back to bite us in the ass. Honesty is the best policy. We got to tell the truth. Um, if we want it, all the, look, we don't have to do anything. In my opinion, let me say, in my opinion, if we want to have a fulfilling life, we need to be able to be ourselves 
at all costs. That means not settling for or watering ourselves down for anybody. Anybody or any woman. Because ultimately, if you do that, you're not going to be truly fulfilled. She's not going to be truly fulfilled. And nobody wins. So you've got to be true to yourself. You've got to bring 100% of yourself to the relationship. You can't do that 50-50 shit. All do the bins. All hang the picture frames. All put down the floor. You cook and clean and do my lunches. That's 50-50. That's the 50-50 mindset. That's, a, that's ancient. That's, that's 100 years old. Well, now, as I said, we've both got masculine and feminine, so we both bring 100% of ourselves to the relationship, which means, yes, you can have agreements and, like, I'll do the beans or da-da-da-da-da. Like, I'm not saying that. We go back to, again, agreements over expectations, but I am, I'm also saying at the same time that we are both, like, let's, let's put it this way. If I'm a man and I'm 80% masculine and I'm very rarely in my feelings, if there's a moment where I'm in my feelings, I might need my woman partner to hold space for me for a second. It's going to be rare, but it must be able to be there, and vice versa. So we can counterbalance each other, not just the whole man-woman thing. It's like full, whole human being, full, whole human being. All of us have flaws. But if we're in this walk, if we're, if we're, if we're learning how to communicate like this, if we're learning how to set the right stage and space and state the outcome that we want at the end of the conversation, then it should deepen our relationships. It should help us mature as human beings. It should move us forward. Even if some difficult decisions or some difficult conversations has to be made, ultimately it's moving us towards fulfillment and being whole. And I believe it's our masculine job and duty to lead the women and children. Except a lot of us have to learn how to do that. I know I'm still learning how to do that. I know if I look back for role models as a kid, like obviously I've got my dad and my uncles and stuff like that, but a lot of them are bleeding lunatics, rogues. Right? Even someone like Roy Keane, great role model, but he was a bit of a rogue. So when I'm thinking about now the man that I want to be for my children, the father that I want to be for them and the role that I want to play for them and how I want to live by example for them, there's a lot of like creating that man for myself. It's not a case of I'm just copying off someone or wanting to mirror somebody. A lot of the things that I can take from a lot of the people in my life, males in my life, and this is no judgment, I love every one of them to bits, everyone's, everyone's perfect, everyone's on their own journey, but from my perspective right now, looking out the window of where I want to be for my kids when I'm 50, there's not a lot of people that I can lean on for advice, there's not a lot of people that I can lean on for guidance or, or take traits from them. In fact, it's quite the opposite, a lot of them is like, I don't want to be there, I don't want to be doing that, I don't want to show up in this way. Again, and I'm not judging anybody here, it's just like literally one man's opinion, making none of the males wrong in my life or environment, definitely not. If you're one of them, I love you. It's just what I'm saying is probably true for you too. You might have an epic father or grandfather that was gentlemanly and had lots of ducks in a row that you absolutely want to mirror and, and follow. And I can say the same myself about dad, granddad, uncles. At the same time, there's an awful lot more, it seems to be, of what I don't want to be. And that's just based off of primarily from a financial and success point of view. A lot of the males pretty much that I've ever come across in my life have been working for their money. As in they've got to spend an hour to make an hour's money or spend a week to make a week's money. And a lot of the peers and a lot of the role modeling that I'm looking for now going forward is men who are working four to 20 hours a week 
teaching multiple people at the same time, sort of not selling an hour to one person, they're doing three, four or five hour workshops or a, or a day long workshop to 100 people or 1000 people, masterminding with those people for a year, doing what they love, loving what they do and getting paid handsomely for it in the process. Which leads me into another point I didn't think I was going to go into. Who is going to change the world here? Who is going to change the backwardsness of the world? Right, Definitely this inner work is going to do it. Definitely integrating our inner child and parenting that is going to do it. Definitely becoming aware of our pain body and turning our pain into our passions and our power and our profits. Turning that mess into our message. That's going to help, right? And if you just think about right now, the world right now is like, so in, in so many ways it's backwards. But who has the capacity to change that? I believe men and women, but let's say men, men who are in their purpose work have access to their brain and use it and are not afraid to live from the heart. So money, common sense and time. A little bit of time would go a long way so long as you don't have to worry about what's in the bank. So slowing everything down except the income. Using our head and not being afraid to be in our heart. To me, that's what changes the world. Money, stillness, heart-centeredness in our work. And that's not to leave the women out. Women, you beautiful beings, already have a lot more access to your heart in general than men do. You are very, very, very good at creating and monetizing your gifts in today's world. With the internet and the goddess culture and the holistic therapies and all the different stuff. I'm not saying that they're predominantly women-based, but from what I can see, there's a lot of women speakers, teachers, therapists, online course creators, just digital epicness. So money, wealth, abundance, if we can feel into that for a second, if we can address then our pain body if and when it erupts, because we're human and it's going to happen, so we're going to learn every time it does and we're going to get better every time it does. And then we can own our masculinity. We can speak up for what we believe in. We can stand in our truth and power. We can have difficult conversations. We can handle confrontations. I think we live in a new world. I think we live in a new earth. I think it's here now. And it happens with more of us just keeping to connect in this way and whatever other ways come from this. <sighs> Deep breath. The pain body, masculinity, and there's an inner child at the wheel sometimes that's in a way crying out for help, crying out for attention. And as we parent that, as we bring awareness to that, as we have a conversation and a dialogue with that, it's a bleeding game changer, folks. It's an absolute game changer. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time, your presence, and the fact that I get to be in your ears or car right now means a lot to me. Um, thank you very much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.